Welcome to Eurovision, a podcast with a unique Irish perspective on the Eurovision Song Contest. 12 points. podcast oh we're getting closer and closer to eurovision 2023 we're literally talking about it before we started recording and we're it's very crazy. excited to go over it's oh. like we're i don't know you just described it as camp. like summer camp yeah oh you know we got crazy. our eurovision um village tickets for certain nights and euro club tickets for certain nights and you know like putting feelers and messages out to friends and asking like you know what night are you going what night are you going and just like getting messages back being like see there see there see this we're buzzed we're yeah like let's go and even today like seeing pictures of like the stage construction oh. happening and it's really we're getting into the final weeks of preparations this weekend when we're recording this will be amsterdam and london the final two stop pre parties of the season and it's oh it's all coming together i hope we meet some airvision listeners there too mm. if you're around and see us come over and say hello because if you don't know that. if you're going to liverpool yet you know what Lou's going to say to that? Fuck it and book it. Fuck it and book it. We got a message <laughs> on Instagram from someone saying, Lou, I took your advice and I fuck it and book it. And he's going to Liverpool, or not Liverpool, he's going to London this weekend. So Connor, you might see that listener yeah, there. Jesus. He took the fuck it and book it advice. And I love it. I'm giving out free advice, lads. <laughs> and the advice will always be fuck it and book it. That's the way to go. That's yeah. the way to go. Yeah, but... Today's episode, it's a big one. Yes. This is kind of a big project. It's been in the works for a time. We, you know, we had to spend some time thinking it through, talking it through, the logistics, how would it work? It's kind of exciting, Connor. It is. Are we going to have some background music here? We are. It's mystical. <laughs> get the crystal balls out. Get your wands out. I love the non-royalty music. Yeah. That sounds very <laughs> like copyrighted music. We're casting our spells and we've got our crystal balls out. I feel like no Eurovision fan could say crystal ball no, with a straight We're not affiliated anymore. with any certain Twitter accounts, but no, <laughs> no. Let me ask you this, Connor. Have you ever felt like you're a little bit psychic? That's so Raven. <laughs> it's the future I can see. <laughs> um, I think we all like to think that we are. Yeah. Every single year, I feel like Eurovision fans know it. They know it all. And then when it comes around to the end of May, when we've seen the results come in, and we know absolutely fuck all. Zilch. Nada. Zero. No point. No, no point. Point. <laughs> We know nothing. Yeah, so we decided to kind of put that to the test this year. We're going to run our very own Airvision Psychic game. Woo! So we are hey, compiling a list of questions that you guys can participate by filling out a form. It will be on our socials. So It will over. be everywhere. Everywhere. Advertised everywhere. Mm-hmm. So make sure you take part because... We're going to add points to those questions and the person that comes out with the top points will get a very, very special Eurovision prize. Woo! We love a prize. We love to win. We are winners. We love to win. We're from Ireland. Seven. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Seems to be matched probably, eh? Yeah. (laughs) Deluded also. But listen, um, this is very exciting. If you've got your tinfoil hat on, if you're a bit of a conspiracy theorist, if you think you know your stuff in terms of the maths, the points, the stats get involved go and sign up to that form it will take no longer than five to ten minutes and yeah get your thinking caps on think about what's going to happen this is kind of the perfect time of year to do it right connor because we've we're coming now at the very end of pre-party season we've seen some live performances but it's still early days and the rehearsals have not 
kicked in yet. Yeah. And really, we do know that like everything skews once we see rehearsals and opinions will kind of, fair enough, change. So that's why we're rolling this out. Now you have almost exactly two weeks to get involved from the release of this podcast. So the deadline, guys, is going to be the 30th of April. And the reason being, we don't want the rehearsals when they start dropping, you know, fil- you know, we know the first week the press can't necessarily be there now, but word will filter through and yeah. so the on. TikTok we exclusive we want it to be as fair as possible. And Absolutely. also, like, if somebody entered in may they probably have more of an advantage than someone who entered in april before the rehearsals and so on so we want to keep it as fair as possible of course we are keeping the whole competition fair as fair as possible and we have a t's and c's page linked at the top of the forum if you're wondering uh, about any of the goings on in it also feel free to reach out and ask us any questions or queries that you may have but also remember it's all just a bit of crack yeah it's all for the laugh and you know, your name could be up in shining lights. If you reach the top 10 of the points, you will be in our little Airvision scoreboard. Yeah. And I can't wait for the episode we'll inevitably do, Connor, when yeah. like Eurovision's over and we'll have to pull out some of those results because Connor and I have filled in our own forms mm-hmm. and we've given them to each other and yes. we've had witnesses uh, on Zoom who saw <laughs> us giving them to each other and Connor and I are not cheating. No, I have don't Connor's know each other's form. Connor, for, Connor has my form. We're not going to look at them until after the 13th of May. We're also not eligible for the prize. No. <laughs> so even if one of us actually wins, we will not be getting the prize. It will go to the next person on the scoreboard. Just keep it all fair and above board. Yes. <laughs> so, Connor, what are we doing in this episode to kind of kick this all off? So we have kind of given our opinions of the songs and, you know, hinted at how we feel about the, the contest this year throughout our episodes over the last few months. So it, we decided we wanted to hear from some fans out there. And there's so many great fans out there, so many friends that we have um, through the Eurovision community. And we wanted to hear from them. So on today's episode, we are joined by two very, very special people. One is Mr. Tommy from Eurovox. He is a fantastic person great insight into the contest um, and you may have seen him as well great support of the pod as well so we are delighted to have Tommy on our second person there Lou who is it another friend of the pod it's Alex from Dublin my airplane Ryanair <laughs> friend and if you're wondering what that means you'll find out very yeah. very shortly what that means Connor. we could have maybe done the whole thing off because Connor would have been bashing the folklore against my head <laughs> um, but no we'll have to have an all episode at some point have Tommy and Alex back on Neil I haven't forgotten about you as well love don't worry I'll be um, on vacation <laughs> <laughs> no but listen we had to we had to have uh, Tommy and Alex on at some point so I'm glad it has manifested to this point great supporters of the pod as well we really really appreciate them and their time so just before we get stuck into that conversation and I think that conversation could be really useful for listeners who maybe haven't filled in the form yet Mm -hmm. I would suggest that maybe you go to our socials open up the form as you're listening to the podcast and you know you might get some thoughts or ideas from listening to the discussion and a lot of the things that Tommy and Alex say and I mean you might agree with them or you might not agree with them but like that's great because either way you should probably have an idea of how you feel and how your predictions are so yes I would suggest you open up the forum so you can follow along with the questions we'll just really quickly speed run what those questions are before we start so at the top of the forum we do ask you who do you think is the most likely to win Eurovision 2023 we do then ask you now we've removed the top two from the betting odds as of the 10th of April uh, Sweden and Finland who do you think is kind of an outside punt we'll say for the top three and we'll explain that question again again properly in a little while so you know what we mean by that it's on the form then we have some categories right Connor yes we have we have best placing from the automatic qualifiers so that's the big five competing and of course our winners from last year who automatically qualify as well Ukraine then we have best placing Balkan entry we have best placing Nordic entry best placing Baltic entry then we get into more specific with the semi-finals. We want to know most likely not to qualify from either of the semi-finals. So that's every country competing in the semi-finals. Which one country would you choose to not qualify? Who's most certain not to qualify in your opinion? Then we have the most likely to win semi-final one. Then we ask you to choose 10 countries you believe will qualify from semi-final one. And it's important to note as well, all of these kind of lists are going by the betting odds that are on Eurovision World as of the 10th of April, I yes. believe. 
So this is why they're in that particular order. Then we ask you again, most likely to win semi-final two. Uh, also to choose your 10 countries that you believe will qualify from semi-final two as well. Our final question then is a little cheeky one about Ireland, of course, because <laughs> it is the Eurovision. We ask you as well, will Ireland qualify in semi-final one? And that's the last question. Very simple. Very mm-hmm. simple. Get involved. Get involved. Open up the form. You can do it on your phone, your laptop, whatever device you have. It's easy to do. All we need is your email. We're not going to spam you for any promotion purposes. Nope. We're not that type of vibe, guys. GDBR is all protected. No, no, no. It is all G. Um, we just need your email really for um, kind of contact yeah. purposes, really. So we can contact you uh, if you are one of the winners or if, sorry, if you win or you're on the scoreboard, you know, presuming not everybody has social media. So, are you ready to begin, Connor and Ulti Ray? Tom A. Ray. All right, let's land a We are so, so pleased, Connor and I, to welcome two of our very dear friends onto the podcast and also very big supporters of the podcast. So, thank you both. We have Alex and Tommy. Tommy we'll just quickly fly to you and um, introduce you uh, who are you how did you get into Eurovision and what do you get up to in the Eurovision world yeah so uh, my name is Tommy I'm from uh, Leash in Ireland and my earliest memories of Eurovision are actually I'm old enough to remember Ireland winning so <laughs> when I'm very when I was very very young uh, we were hosting and that kind of got me into Eurovision in the beginning and then over time I got a bit more into the musical aspect and now it's just kind of escalated to the point where I'm in the fan media bubble. Uh, I work with Eurovox and yeah pretty much obsessed with Eurovision. Think about it every day. <laughs> Can't imagine my life without it. <laughs> Love it. Eurovox has been doing great stuff um, and po- the podcast able from running and everything and I'm loving the the green outline on the the socials. Yeah, like, it's funny when you get into the nitty gritty of podcasting, <laughs> you you notice the the stuff like that. So it's awesome. And um, Tommy, how do we all know each other? I don't even fully know how we do, yeah. but we just do. <laughs> well, I've met Connor twice. I met you at LAP last year, very very briefly, and then um, for a more extended period in Barcelona at the pre party this year. And then I'm obviously a big fan of the podcast, so I feel probably feel like I know you a lot better than you know me, but. Um, yeah, I'm sure we'll be all be great pals after Liverpool this year. Absolutely. And as you know, it's funny. I feel like Tommy, I've been chatting away to you for ages. Like I think I first came across you when you did an interview with Leslie Roy on Eurovox. And I think I sent you a message being like, great interview or something. And like that was ages ago. And now I'm raging that Connor has met you and I haven't. I like our FOMO. <laughs> She's jealous. <laughs> Stockholm, I was like, I want to meet Tommy. Where is he? <laughs> she she yeah. literally went hunting, hunting, <laughs> hunting for you. We have to do a baby Guinness together. Trademark the Eurovision. You said all the right things. <laughs> <laughs> and then over to Alex then. Alex, who are you? How did you get into Eurovision and how do we know each other? Hello, I'm Alex Basmati on Instagram and on Twitter, I think. Um, I'm quite new to all this. I've only really been like a super fan, I'd say, on, since 2017. Always been aware of the competition, but since then, I've gotten really into it. And last year, I went to Eurovision for the first time, which is where I actually met Lou and Connor on the plane home from Turin to Dublin Airport. Um, and yeah, we had a fantastic chat. Fun fact, my friend who was sitting between myself and Lou was trying to sleep and actually asked me to move seats because we were annoying her so much. <laughs> we were talking about your vision for so long. So when we had I a say, great flight home. Alex nearly put me into cardiac arrest when we got on that <laughs> flight. Like, Connor, you were witness to that. Oh, and like, we were delayed about two hours. So it was about like yeah. 11, half 11 at night in Italy, flying home. Got on the plane. I fell asleep quite quickly. Woke up. We were landing. You guys were still talking. <laughs> I was like, how have you not like stopped at all? I was like, I it love- was very chaotic energy. I have to it was the most bizarre you. thing. I went to sit down and Alex goes, sorry, I know you. <laughs> so I got your Twitter up on my phone and I talked to you and I was like, Izzy, I think that's your one on Twitter. I was listening to her on a space a few days ago. I swear to God. Oh, <laughs> what a way to make a friend oh. like on a Ryanair flight it's very Irish Ryanair sponsors oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I've um, got my my Irish flag here we love um, it I'm actually in London for London Eurovision party tomorrow which I'm really looking forward to 
fantastic. Great. I'm a little bit jealous of you. The pre-party <laughs> service. But we're going to get stuck in because we've invited Tommy and Alex on for a very kind of special project that mm-hmm. we're running now, uh, the Airvision Psychic <laughs> Competition, which we'll have filled you in on properly at the beginning of the episode. And also all details will be on our socials if you're looking for that. So Alex and Tommy have kindly made a few predictions of their own. Maybe they could be psychics. We'll find out mm-hmm. <laughs> But uh, we're going to kick off discussion with Semi One, aren't we, Tommy? Yes, we are. We're going to be talking about the most likely to win the semi-final and also the qualifiers from semi-final one as uh, general. Me and Lou will not be talking as much because we, of course, want to hear the opinions of our two very, very special guests. So we're going to kick it off. Alex, we'll kick it off with you. In your opinion, who is most likely to win semi-final one? I personally think it will be Finland and that's more down to running order. Um, Lorene would be my other pick. I actually... Spoiler alert, I think Lorraine's going to do really, really well at the competition. But I think with the running order, I think Finland might edge it because it's so wacky, it's so out there. That's what I'm thinking. And do you see that being kind of a, a televote? And oh, so of course we have no well, juries. Yeah, so oh, sure. No juries in the semi. I think that's what's going to help him a lot because mm-hmm. he's going to do really well in the televote. No jury. I think, again, once we get to the final, things will change a bit more, the dynamic. But, yeah, I think Finland, I, I would have my money on. Okay. And, Tommy, what do you think? Yeah, no big shock. I'm in total agreement. It has to be Finland. I can't imagine any other scenario. I think I would bet my... Well, I don't have many possessions, but I'd bet all my possessions on uh, Finland winning the televote, even in the grand final. I just don't see any other possibility, um, especially because it's voting only, televote only. Perhaps if the juries were involved, it might drag it down a little bit. But for me, it has to be the winner, semi-final one. And you, you both kind of touched on Sweden being in, in contention for the win as well. Do you guys mm-hmm. think that potentially, because it is a televoter only you know, result now, do you think people might be comparing Tattoo to Euphoria a bit and potentially could damage her as opposed to help her going into the, into the shows? Yeah, I think so. I think a lot of it will come down to that staging, right? We're not too sure what way that's going to go. Um, again, I haven't seen many of the updates last time I heard. I think they can't do the same thing as they did in Melody Festival. And I think that will have a big impact because for me, it's like a really emotional um, watch for that song. And I think if really people really connect to it, it could do really well. But if it's not so visual and people start focusing on the song more, that's where I think the comparisons will come back um and yeah if it's not having that big moment maybe yeah uh, the comparisons will come into it more mm. i think overall semi-final one is going to be interesting right because we know sweden and finland are heavy hitters with the tempo mm. and their fan favorites and then you've got other songs like norway who's been vi- very viral on tiktok and I could see Israel and Moldova lighting some fires. So maybe Semi One is more open than we think for the taking it in, in terms of a win. But it'll be interesting to see what the Airvision respondents say as a majority. Like Finland versus Sweden, I think is a really interesting thing that's that's emerging. So going from kind of our semi-final winner, would you guys be able to run us through your 10 qualifiers and I'm presuming here when you filled out the form that you went more with your prediction of what's going to happen than your personal preference right so um Alex would you be able to run us through who you think is qualifying out of semi-one yeah so I think Finland Sweden absolute guarantee Norway very confident especially with the televote if it was juries as well I would be worried I don't think it'll happen or it would have happened but the Ranella thing really um, sent to me last year <laughs> that had me shook to be honest so yeah without the jury I think she's fine um, I said Chechia now that's dependent we all know be I'm careful she's listening <laughs> she's listening <laughs> there's been fireworks between Connor and I over this for quite a while so I will say nothing you go on yeah. listen I love Chechia their song love it I love the melody of the chorus I love the pre-chorus I'm just a bit worried, that's all, um, about their live performance. Um, next, I said Israel. 
very confident around that one. Moldova, again, Televote, I think will have an impact on that. I think that will push them through. Croatia, I went with I went with Croatia. Again, bit of a gamble. This is maybe the one that I'm not too sure on. Um, but again, because it's Televote, I think if they're wacky and out there enough and people get the message, I think it will go through. Serbia, I think will go through. Portugal. How many is that? One, two, three, four, You're five, six, seven. Malta. Yeah. I, I, no, Lou, don't get too excited. I <laughs> like this one. But when I'm looking at the other ones, I don't. I think it's fun. Again, when you're looking at Televote only, I'm thinking it's it's catchy. Um, it's it's upbeat. I can see it doing well. The Netherlands would have been in that spot. I'm a personal bit massive fan of that song but after seeing their last um live performance I kind of lost confidence unfortunately in them again I love them but yeah I think that just took them out of the running for me fair enough fair enough Tommy what about you then give us your 10 qualifiers from semi-final one yeah, so it's funny with semi-final one, it was actually so easy to pick like eight that were mm. kind of certain qualifiers. And then there was kind of a lot uh, struggling for those last two places. But yeah, I was pretty confident with Finland in order, Finland, Sweden, Israel, Norway, Czechia and Croatia. And then Moldova and Netherlands, I think, are quite um, quite certain to qualify as well. Then the last two spots, I was like coming and going, trying to uh, place the last two countries. But I put in Malta and Serbia. Um, but I think those last two places are kind of open for many different countries, I think. But um, yeah, those those top eight, I'm quite confident about, to be honest. And it's interesting, we can see your answers in front of us here. And you both actually agreed on nine of the qualifiers. And um, Alex was putting in, oh no, Alex was putting in Portugal over um, Tommy putting in the Netherlands. So you're quite in agreement there. So that would kind of leave the non certain non-qualifiers, according to both of you, potentially could be Switzerland, Latvia, Azerbaijan and Ireland. And we do have to touch on one of the questions on our forum is, will Ireland qualify from semi-final one? So Tommy and Alex, it looks like you're both thinking possibly not this year. Yeah, as much as it breaks my heart, I feel like it's another non-qualifier for us this year. Um but we might be lucky. Like I said, those last two spots, there's many countries who are kind of on the same level in terms of popularity with a public vote. So we could be lucky. And depending on staging and, you know, our relatively good position in the first half of this first semifinal, we could be lucky. They could pull it off, but we'll have to wait yeah. and see. I think if they have like a big moment um, and something that we haven't seen yet, I could definitely see it going through. I think, um, again, the jury's not being... Um, in this semi could damage them as well a little bit and um, with those kind of more upbeat girl boppy songs and um, sometimes being more favoured by the public I think that might impact them as well but I would love to see them go through I've got my I don't know can I move this hold on can you see the green there behind me you've got some <laughs> green costumes like I'm so behind the lads can't wait to see them this week but yeah I think just looking through the songs I don't think they will so if we're aiming to be psychics and we're holding our crystal ball exactly it's yeah it's not too like two guys that's fair enough yeah i mean i think as well as irish fans most years given we're not a guaranteed qualifier we're also always going to be harder on ourselves course, and yeah. we're unsure but yeah it'll be interesting to see won't it because television can be so random too yeah so yeah. That's Everything true. crossed. Everything crossed. Everything <laughs> crossed. Tommy, move to semi-two, Connor. Yes, moving on to semi-final two. Same question then. Tommy, who is most likely to win semi-final two, in your opinion? For me, it has to be Slovenia. I, I don't see any other option. I'm quite certain about my top position in both semi-finals and Slovenia. They're just, like, people love them. People go crazy when you see them performing live. And I think they'll have such charisma in their performance that, uh, with a public vote they're going to have such popularity that I see them as the winners for sure in that semi-final yeah Alex what about yourself I think Slovenia possibly too my only other option is Austria I think they could do it we haven't seen much um, staging concepts from them right so I think if Slovenia are so fun I love them both but yeah, if I had to pick one right now, I'm going to say Austria. 
semi-final two seems to be the, the you know definitely the more open semi out of the two you know anything can really happen and i guess that could be said for the qualifiers as well in a sense it's kind of you know two or three could run away with it and everyone else points wise could kind of max each other out in certain areas so going on mm. to qualifiers then there's a lot more variations with your answers we in a way so tommy do you want to kick us off with your 10 qualifiers from semi final two yeah, so when I sat down to put pen to paper for this one, it was completely different to semi-final one because I was so certain of like eight in semi-final one and semi-final two. I was certain of like two or three. And then after that, I was like, well, I'm not actually quite sure what was going to happen, but I tried to predict. I think uh, Slovenia, like I said, for sure. Australia is the show closers. I think they'll put on a massive show and will probably be second. And then after that, I see coming Austria, Lithuania, Denmark, based on Riley's uh, TikTok following, uh, Poland, Belgium, Cyprus, Albania, and Greece. Um, but again, it's it could be any of those countries that I haven't mentioned could be interchangeable for those last couple in that lineup. So I think it's definitely all to play for in semi-final too. It's more wide open, like you said, for sure. Mm-hmm. And Alex, what about yourself? You have a little bit of variation from Tommy within your qualifiers, so I'm interested to hear. Yeah, so I went for Austria, Australia. I think I'd love to see them go through. The running order will really help them. Georgia, she's got a fantastic voice. I've loved seeing her at the pre-parties. I was shocked the first time I saw her. She blew me away with those vocals. I'm really looking forward to to seeing more from her. Cyprus, um, I think we'll go through, especially um, kind of stands out amongst the other songs this year. We haven't had that many kind of pop ballads I suppose um then we have Lithuania I think she'll cruise through to be honest Slovenia Estonia again we don't have too many ballads so I think she will absolutely stand out not really to my taste the song but there's always a, a certain group of people who really enjoy that kind of song so I think she will do well um then Greece I think will go through Belgium, 100% qualifying. I'm not hearing anything else from anyone. Our king, Gustav, he's cruising through. And then I said Iceland. I think it'll be nice to see um, a girl go through. A girl go through. And I think from seeing her performances again at pre-parties, it looks like she's um, enjoying herself, having fun. And her uh, she comes across really well, I think, on stage. So I think she might, might um, do it. But as uh, you said, Thomas, it's so wide open. There's definitely way more in this group um, of songs that I could totally see going through as well. 100%. It's interesting even looking at the list because I don't know if, if listeners would notice when they fill in the form that we'll put out, but Connor and I put everything in according to the odds, almost just to make it easier to, to fill out um, as you're going through. And interestingly, in, according to the odds on eurovisionworld.com, Armenia is fourth in the odds to qualify, but neither of you put Armenia in as a sure qualifier. What do we think about that? I'll let you go first, Thomas. Yeah, so for me, I don't know. I just find it really difficult to warm to that song personally. And then in terms of prediction as well, I don't I don't really know who it's for. You know what I mean? Like, who's the audience for that song? And I feel like... Uh, it's kind of a little bit contrived and trying to be too artistic and like conceptual. And I think it will just lo- get lost on many people. So even though it's like difficult faulted as like a well-constructed song and she's a great artist and a great singer, I just see people not warming to it or having the compulsion to vote for it over other songs, maybe. Yeah, I feel exactly the same. I just haven't warmed to it at all. Um, And I think Running Order again might come back to bite her here. What is she fourth third or something second second yeah mm. not a great spot for a song that's already a, a bit out there again she seems like a great performer and I really like her style but yeah for me it just doesn't I don't connect to it really at all but I know it has its fans out there but I just don't know on the night are people going to pick up the the phone and say this is the one I want to go through because again it's all public vote this time so people needed to be their number one right Absolutely. Um, amongst that, then there's two other countries that you definitely both agree on will not be qualifying. That's San Marino and Romania. What's the reason behind that? Do you just think it's it's dead on arrival, or could there potentially be a way for them into the final? Listen, I actually think people underestimate San Marino a bit. I know people don't like the lyrics, 
but I think it's when I watch them, I think that is the song that I know my dad would be like, God, that's a great tune, isn't it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it yeah. does have, I do like the instruments in it. Um, it is catchy. My only, I suppose, criticism really, of, of other than the lyrics, is that I think it kicks off kind of too quickly. I wish they had more of a build up from the beginning and then really like unleashed that energy in the chorus. Um, but I do think people maybe underestimate them. And then Romania, it's just not for me. I think it's just a bit too out there for me. Yeah, I, I don't really get it. Yeah, so for me, I think San Marino, I really like the verse actually, but it's the chorus that's the problem for me, which I think you really need a strong chorus really in a song competition, but it kind of loses people, well, me especially uh, during the chorus. And I think it's better appreciated live. So I don't know how it will convey on television, but seeing it live and um, enjoying it that way, I really liked mm. it. But yeah, I just don't see people... Uh, getting into it or like following the course or in a recap I don't see it standing out or being like the beacon of oh I must vote for this so for that reason I think yeah it's probably not likely to qualify and then with Romania um I don't know I think it's just a little bit chaotic and messy I think I'm judging it based on the national final performance so that's maybe a little bit unfair so perhaps they've had time to like polish it up and I'm looking forward to seeing his performance in Amsterdam in, con in concert to see how it looks live now, a couple of months after being decided that he would represent Romania. But uh, yeah, I think musically and vocally, it just, uh, I, don't, I don't see it standing out with the others, to be honest. And a quick fire question for you both, because we've kind of discussed non-qualifiers anyway, but a question we put in the forum we just thought was interesting. Of both semifinals, the country most likely to definitely not qualify uh tommy what do you think there i think it pains me to say but i think it's san marino um i just can't see it happening mm. i think yeah struggler in the televote traditionally mm. too i suppose is mm. never a help especially well i don't know i haven't counted how many bands are in semi-final two but if we're talking about the battle of the bands mm. they don't rise to the top unfortunately so yeah. based on that criteria alone um they're towards the bottom end and yeah I just don't see it happening for them, unfortunately. Alex, yeah. what about you? I'll say Romania. I think, um, yeah, I just don't get it at all. There's not a part of the song that I can jam to or that I find myself listening to. San Marino, I think it has something, but yeah, I, I would go with Romania. Fair enough. So now we're going to go into kind of like quick fire rounds of uh, little sections of countries that are grouped together for various reasons. So we're going to talk about the best place in Baltic country, the best place in Nordic country. What else, Connor? Best Balkan entry as well. So uh, we'll kick it off with the best Baltic entry then. Alex, out of the three that we have, who is your favourite from the Baltic countries? This Estonia, year? Lithuania. Estonia, Lithuania. Oh, why am I rethinking my answer all again? <laughs> I said Estonia in this, but Lithuania, I think, could take it as well. Um, I could do really well. Oh, but I think, you know what? This is what I'm thinking. So once we actually get to the final, the, I suppose, barrier for entry will have been um, the public's choice, right? So I think we will nearly get less jury-based once we get into the final. So I think those more jury favorable songs might do a little bit better because they'll take up more of that jury vote. So that's why I've gone with Estonia. And Tommy, you don't agree, you've put something else. Yeah, so I've gone with Lithuania. So I think Monica, she has like one of the best voices in the competition. She's flawless every time. And I think that group ensemble that she had on her national final performance, they're so strong together. I think the key for her, though, will be the staging. If it's, I think they need to go a different route than the national final, maybe a little bit more dark and vulnerable and stripped back. And if they get the staging right, I think she will definitely get the, the best result for, for those Baltic countries. Brilliant. We're going to move then to the best placing Nordic entry. And this is a stacked category because we've got Sweden, <laughs> Finland, Norway, Denmark, and Iceland. Tommy, who are you saying is coming out on top of those five? 
Yeah, I mean, this is a bit of a spoiler for later, but uh, I think Sweden, it has to be, it's Lorraine. It's the most obvious choice and everything, every part of my being, my instincts are telling me Lorraine, totally, she will be the, the top placer from that region. Well, so we'll come back to that discussion in a bit more depth later on, but Alex, your thoughts there? I'm exactly the same. I think she will do the best. Amazing. Finally, in this kind of category, we have best placing Balkan entry. So another kind of mixed bag, let's say. We have Serbia, Croatia, Slovenia, Greece, Albania and Romania. So Tommy, out of these countries, do you, who do you think will be getting the best results? I think it's Slovenia. Um, I think they are just of the level of like just... I would say out of this world, their standard of performing and the standard of their song and their charisma, their stage presence, I think out of the other countries, they will kind of leave them behind and rise to the top. I think probably there will be a good showing as well for um, Albania, which is not like my personal type of song, but I think there's a lot of love for that type of music, especially among juries and, and in that region. So that might give them a bit of a bump. But uh, in terms of like looking across the board, Slovenia, it has to be for me. Mine is the same answer as well. We're very aligned, I think, on a lot of these answers. And so yeah, I double click all of those. All of those. I agree. <laughs> and maybe for any listeners who are thinking of filling out their form, you know, following Tommy and Alex's predictions, it could be it could be a, a, a way to go. Um, we've one more quick section as well. Best placing from the automatic qualifiers, and of course, in there we have Spain. Italy, France, UK and Germany making up the big five, as we call them. And then the host entry from Ukraine. So thoughts there, Alex, of the automatic qualifiers. He's placing on top. I'm going to say Spain. Again, this is something, it's an answer that changes for me. Um, Aya, originally, when it won, I didn't get it at all. I was one of these people that was like, what are they seeing? And then I think I was genuinely walking down the street, <laughs> listening to it in my headphones and it just clicked. I love it. I think it's so well staged. Um, and again, it kind of comes back to what I mentioned earlier. I think once it gets to the final, what might help it is that it's very jury based. I think juries will love it. And because a lot of those fan favorites will have gone through we might have lost some of those more traditional jury songs. Um, so that's why I'm saying Spain, I think, might do the best. Tommy, you are in España currently. <laughs> what are your thoughts there? Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, from the first moment that I saw the performance of AIA, I was like, this is something so special. They've just kind of nailed it in every category you can think of. Like, the vocals are fantastic. The presentation is fantastic. The whole concept of the staging it really like creates a moment and it's there's something so hypnotic about it like juries absolutely will love it i think it could be the jury winner actually and yeah i see it rising to the top um based on that and i think you don't need uh to understand the spanish to like really get it there's something just really moving once it starts you're like in the zone watching it it holds your attention the whole way through it's got all of those key ingredients for like being a really high placing eurovision song but also, I struggled between that and Italy. I think people, many people maybe forgot about Italy because they were chosen right before all those national finals kicked off in March. And actually, I think that could be a really stunning performance as well, based on uh, how he performed at San Remo. And he also has many of those elements in terms of performance and vocals. And it's just like an amazing, amazingly written song. You know, the that piano riff, and it gets me every time. So that could also be... Uh, the best out of the the big six well, what do you guys think about the quality of the big five because you know over the last few years you know a lot of the big five haven't been showing up really to the contest it, it's amazing to see you know all of them really doing quite well now um you know do you think this is a good step forward for each of the countries i think it's so so good I, the quality this year in particular is fantastic i mean Germany have finally pulled their socks up <laughs> again. I'm not a massive fan of the song, but I really appreciate what it's bringing to the competition. And I think it is a good tune. Um, love the UK entry. I love that they're back um, at their best, honestly, in a long, long time. I love Mae Muller. I think she's a fantastic representative. And um, so, yeah, I'm just so delighted to see that they've all really done very well the last uh, two years, but this year in particular. 
Yeah, I'm in total agreement. I think like this is probably another year where we'll see many of the top five, top or big five, big six um, in the top 10. You know, there's at least four of them that you could say straight away will probably be in the top 10. Um, I think Germany, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of Germany, but in terms of prediction wise, I think it will do well, but not as well as the others. It's not in the same category. Um, but yeah, they've really, you know, pulled their finger out and stepped up. So yeah, the big five are doing really well. Just shows you what a bit of attitude change can do towards the contest nowadays, isn't it? Um, yes, yeah. it does. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're going to, of course, move on to our last question then, and that's the big one of who's most likely to win Eurovision 2023? Big question. <laughs> I think I think Sweden has it. Um, again, if I was to pick someone else that's right at their heels, it would be Finland. But to be honest, I think the overall story of her coming back is amazing. I mean, for Euro fans, we all know that she made an attempt to come back in between. It just, I love the yeah the overarching story. Not everyone's going to know that, but everyone knows Euphoria, right? So. I think she's already such a superstar in her own right to be coming back with this if she gets as good staging as she did in Melody Festival and she has it, I think. Yeah, I also think it has to be Sweden. I, I can't uh, I can't imagine how else it's going to pan out. I think, yeah, there's an outside chance that Finland could win, but Doreen, she's just, uh, I th for me, she's running away with it. I just predict that juries are going to love it the public are going to get behind it she really creates a moment when she performs that song the staging is phenomenal even if it does change a little bit like i trust that sweden have the resources and the money and the talent to create something equally as special even if they do have to change some some details and yeah i think i think we'll be going to sweden next year <laughs> yeah i agree i I just want to shout out ESC Tom on YouTube. Love his YouTube channel. I'm a super fan of Tom. And I know he has some like really interesting statistics on why he thinks Finland might like them. Um, so yeah, it, there is a little chance. Um, but yeah, I still think Sweden has it just based on all of those different factors again, Thomas, that you've gone through. Shout out to Tom. We're yeah. fans of him as well here over in the Airvision podcast, especially when there's like Irish creators around, like have to have to shout them out. I'm interested, guys, because both of you kind of have predicted Finland to win the semi-final, but then Sweden to come out on top overall. And what do you think is pushing that potentially happening in the final? Is it kind of the the sense that like all countries will be voting or is it the addition of juries is going to give her a bump or could it be that sometimes there's slightly different audiences viewing the the semi to the final what do you think tommy is going to kind of push loreen over the edge for the win yeah so for me it's definitely the addition of the juries in the final because uh, i think i think Caria is going to suffer a little bit with the juries to be honest because i don't see people on jury panels when they have to like rate all those songs I, I see them looking at the criteria that they have to judge by. I see them favoring songs like, well, like Lorraine or France or Italy. Um, and I see him suffering a little bit. So I can see him being the jury, uh, sorry, the public winner. But then when the jury points are, are um, accounted for, he'll probably finish a little bit lower, like maybe third or second. Yeah, and I, I think Lorraine or... Uh, Sweden will be right behind him um, even in those public votes so I don't think it will take much from the jury to to really send her uh, over the edge to win. And a little maybe just bonus thing before we go and we weren't too sure if we'd have time but we may just which is great. Connor and I kind of threw in a bit of a rogue question and we'll explain it kind of quickly now in case anyone filling in the form is like why did they put this question this way? We have been talking about the questions to go in and we've put in a question most likely to achieve top three result, but we removed the top two based on the betting odds, Sweden and Finland. As of April 10th, they were the top two in the odds on that day that we put all of this together. And it's just interesting because we've just kind of been discussing um, Sweden and Finland. So we were kind of wondering like who, if you're taking those two as like very, very likely, who are the other two who could creep in? Yeah, the outsiders for that top three. And there are other countries um, being talked about. Alex, can you recall who you popped in there for possibly a, yes, another slot in the top three? 
I think this changes all the time for me. But last night at one o'clock in the morning, I decided it was going to be Austria. <laughs> okay. But I could also see Spain um, doing really well in that spot. But I do think if Austria bring the staging and the fun, I could do them, see them doing so well. And you know what? I think their their lyrics are just so smart that I do think juries could really pick up on that because it does come across as, okay, yeah, pu- uh, public vote type song. However, I love the lyrics. I think they're so smart. Um, and really, if you look into it a bit deeper, um, there's a lot more that you can find. So I do think juries could, if they wanted to, um, you know, find a little bit more in it and really push it um, to do well. Good. I would, yourself, yeah, I would say for me, I mean, no, no surprises here, but I think Spain is definitely going to be in that third spot. Um, also, because we know like RTVE, they want to win Eurovision so, so much and they have money to spend. And we know that after they selected Chanel last year, they didn't just leave it at that. They like were looking for more and more improvements, more additions, and uh, they reworked the performance a bit. So I think uh, also they will do that with AIA. And I think... Um, what we saw in Benidorm Fest is probably not even close to what we'll see at the Eurovision final. So, uh, yeah, I think that will be in third spot. Um, but also, Slovenia could make it. Mm. Interesting. That's a very interesting one. Any outside points there, Connor? You think of the top three? Nothing mentioned. Top three. Top three is hard. I think you, you can't just get Norway, obviously, with the with yeah. the following that she has on, on TikTok with the song. People France, will probably think. France, I think France, you know. Yeah, I think so too. Top five, at least. I think so too. I think it's it's it potentially could be a lot more open than people think. You know, you know, we always get surprises. We always get surprises. So I I don't know, anything can happen. Who predicted Cesar Samson was gonna like win the Eurovision yeah. that year? You know, like sometimes Eurovision is just weird. And we think we know everything. But we really don't. don't. That's what this whole project is going to prove. And I fall into this trap every year before seeing any rehearsal performances or semi-final performances or any performances. I I think I know what's going to happen. And then we see what happens on on the big stage and it's completely changed. There's always people who step it up and people who kind of fall a bit. So, yeah, uh, who knows? It's always fun to kind of have this sort of discussion at the end of pre-party season before the rehearsals Mm -hmm. kick in and it becomes more obvious. And that's kind of why we're rolling this out now because it's the harder time to predict. So it makes it more fun. We are going to let you guys go shortly, but just one quick road question before we go. Do you guys have any outlandish predictions? Uh, Anything random you could see happening um, that maybe people aren't expecting or maybe a country people aren't talking about or maybe a surprise non-qualifier anything in the mix you could see surprising Eurovision fans okay I'm thinking San Marino gets the dad boat and storms <laughs> they slide right into the final and then finish last but we're all delighted for them <laughs> that's a good one I would say uh, unlikely shock non-qualifier would be Austria. <laughs> I think you'll be aghast at that, but I don't know. I think it's, I say that because our first impression of the song was the music video, which is, you know, probably shot over five days, had a huge budget and really well edited. But I think the translation onto the live show maybe might not go as well. So if there's going to be a shock, it could be that it doesn't translate and maybe it doesn't do that well. It's interesting, you know, like we were saying before, you just can't predict it. You know, rehearsals will throw a spanner into all of our predictions going forward. So it's exciting times. (laughs) And in their defence, their vocals have been really good at the pre-parties, right? They seem brilliant. Well, Tommy and Alex, thank you so much for joining us. You might stick around for a few minutes longer after we hop off the call. Connor and I have to give each other our forms to hide. Yeah. And we need witnesses. <laughs> uh, so just to make it clear to the listeners, Connor and I are not cheating. No. And also we're not in contention for the prize no, because that would not. that would be a bit, bit problematic. We're yeah. just doing it for the fun. <laughs> but uh, Tommy and Alex serve Mila Minamakwith. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Sheila.
Okay, everybody, that is all that we have time for in you. That's all we have time for today. Thank you so much again, Gurv Milimil Mahagwiv, to Tommy and Alex for giving up their time to come on the podcast. We really, really appreciate it. And yeah, hopefully hear from them again very soon. It's kind of nice, Connor, isn't it, to take more of a backseat and be asking more questions? Yeah, no, absolutely. Different voices. Especially when people have great opinions, like both Alex and Tommy. So it's great to hear from these fans because, you know, we love opinions. We love I did agree with a lot of what they said. I think they were pretty on the the they knew what talking about you. But if you guys didn't agree, mm. let us know. Do. On our this socials. This is your time. And you know, I actually do want to shout out one person. I actually mentioned this when we went off recording after. You know, with all the goodwill in the world, we all know a lot about Eurovision. We're all Eurovision super fans. On the podcast, or if you listen to the podcast, you probably are. I think I know probably a lot more than I do. And I, I will never forget last year, and I'm shouting out Declan from Ireland, right? <laughs> Declan is in a group chat with Connor and I. And he was on about Sam Ryder ages before the contest. He had put a bet on for him to win the entire thing. And I remember saying to him, you're nuts. What do you want about? Wrong. Not a hope. Maybe he'll come left hand side. I just, I was just in my like UK always flops kind of mindset, you know, like I thought it was good. Spaceman, but I just didn't see it topping the scoreboard in the way it eventually did. And I was wrong. And we saw Declan enter in and I said to him, Declan, I was wrong so it's people like that I often think of who kind of just can see so clearly something Mm -hmm. that inevitably does happen and you have not a notion so if you think you're somebody who in times gone by you've been really good at predicting this is the game for you Mm -hmm. get involved sign up and you could be winning a very special prize courtesy of the Airvision podcast (laughs) you should do commercials (laughs) (laughs) um I mean any offers? <laughs> <laughs> Bailey's. <laughs> Bailey's, hello, Official how sponsor you? of the Eurovision Song. Do you know what? Like, I should be probably getting some commission from Bailey's. We should get a sponsorship deal at this point, <laughs> you know. Actually, I was in Tesco today and I saw Philadelphia, the little logo of the Eurovision Song Contest on it now. So we're starting to get that little promotion thing going on. I love it. Moroccan oil, yeah. you know. I dyed my hair recently. Like, I could do with a bit of love. <laughs> we're in the promo section. Oh but anyway, God. that's all we have time for. And yeah, it's all we have time for today. Thank you so, so much for joining us. Hope you enjoyed this chat. Don't forget to fill in the form. Go to all of our socials. It's all in there it's not tricky to find send us a message if you need anything at all you can find us on instagram at airvision podcast airvision pod on twitter airvision podcast at gmail.com should you like to email us that is no problem at all we're on tiktok we're on youtube if you want to find some of our stuff there and until the very next episode in the very next little series we're going to be dropping later in the week all there is to say is slong the fog with me and